Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello, hello, friends. We've missed you terribly the last couple of days. How are we? Good morning. Happy Tuesday. What's up, 6 o'clock club? This is the problem. Talk again, Jess. Hello. There we go. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. My headphones sound weird. The whole show's me throwing off when I figure this out. I think we're good now. Um, what's up? Uh, text us. If you're here this morning checking in, we would love to say good morning to you. This is anyone that's up first thing in the morning. We call you the six o'clock club. It's a weird time to be up, productive. Just know there's other neighbors like you up also living their lives. Just getting to work, getting home from work. Some of you guys doing the, the, you know, the overnight shift or going to the gym. Whatever you're doing, text us. We'd love to say hi. 410-583-1065. Who's here? Veronica is checking in. Jess R. from Westminster. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning. Magic Mike from Pasadena. Clever Kevin is here. Lee, Terry, beautiful Beverly. Badass Barbie from Baltimore. BT is checking in. Dante. Randy from Arbutus. Tabitha from Tawny Town. Josh Love, also from Westminster. We have Terrence. Hope Adope is here. CC the DC Educator from Essex. Sarah from Chestertown. Mr. W from Meisterstown. Jarrett, Terry, Madison, Kieran, Connor, and Aiden from PA. Sam and Glen Burney, Nurse Yvonne, and Jose and Arbutus. Good morning. So we were out yesterday, mostly because of, of Jess's schedule. Jess had family in town over the weekend, and you guys went to New York. Parents, first time ever. First time ever. My family is from California, and my parents were visiting over the weekend, and they had never, ever been. And it was just crazy because, so we're from Stockton, California. It's a really small town, and... Growing up, I think when you're on this side of the coast, going to New York is probably just kind of, I would assume, part of you growing up and maybe going to see a show or like celebrating a big birthday out there just because it's so close. But being from Stockton, I never thought I would ever go to New York. And seeing them there, I also understood that they have that, they had that same feeling. And we were talking about that over the weekend of them just never thinking that they would be able to experience and see it. So that was probably the most incredible part about the weekend of seeing their reaction to everything. And it was just, unfortunately, my little sister, Butter, couldn't come. So it was just my parents, Garage Boy and I. And it was very, very special. It's funny. Perspective is everything, right? Like, if you live here and you were born here, going to New York is, like, just kind of typical, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've probably been 100 times at this point. At least, Three at hours. At least 10, right? Three it's, hours it's, away. That's insane. But what's so funny is what Jeff 
guest doesn't realize that when you live on this coast, because I was born in Georgia, right? So going to California mm-hmm. seemed like, Crazy. wow, <laughs> like, like, will I ever make it to California? Exactly. Now, now that I've lived there, it, it seems like it's a hop, skip, and a jump because we've gone back and forth so many times. It doesn't seem big a deal. But I remember as a kid, the first time going to California, I was like, <gasps> and I thought it was going to be, everyone's going to be like a movie star. You right, know what I mean? Like right. palm trees, movie stars, convertibles, like <laughs> the beach. That's kind of how you picture California. So perspectives, perspectives funny. They're still here though? Yeah, they're still here and I have to take them to uh, BWI after the show. No. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Number three. In celebration of Black History Month, AMC theaters are offering $5 tickets to select movies starring or created by black film producers and actors. So you can actually take advantage of this now through February 29th. 175 AMC locations will offer two daily showings of the following films. The Equalizer 3, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, The Color Purple, and Soul. And a new movie will be offered every week. So this week is uh, Equalizer 3. And you can get tickets and more info on Black History Month $5 fan faves at amctheaters.com. Yo, quick heads up, though. If you've never seen Soul before, just prepare yourself for, like, an existential crisis when you walk incredible out Incredible movie. Incredible. Like, oh, and a Spider-Man, uh, Spider- the Spider-Man movie is fantastic. Number two. DiGiorno is giving fans a chance at free pizza if there is a Super Bowl doink during Sunday's game. A doink is a field goal or extra point attempt where the football contacts an upright or crossbar and you can actually hear the doink sound that it makes. And you can enter to win the free pizza on DiGiorno's website. Submission form now until February 11th. And if you're a lucky winner, you'll get a coupon for a free DiGiorno pizza. Obviously, there's no guarantee that a a doink will occur, but it's easy to enter. Super Bowl 58 is the Sunday, February 11th at 6.30 p.m. This has always been a thing where if... Things happen during. I only remember like the last like five years. But like things happen during games. You get things because of it. Like yeah. there was a, did you see the bacon thing in Virginia yesterday? No. There was something with basket. Was it basketball? I don't remember. Basically, they, but if something happened, everybody got free bacon. So the, everybody showed up with like bacon signs and like we're all pumped up about. It. It's crazy. Number one. King Charles III has been diagnosed with cancer. The announcement follows the 75-year-old king's recent corrective procedure for an enlarged prostate. However, his specific type of cancer was not specified. According to Buckingham Palace, the king will reduce his public-facing duties while undergoing treatment. Uh, They also said that cancer was caught early, and King Charles remains very positive about his treatment. Prince Harry will be traveling to visit his father, um, and it's unlikely that Meghan Markle and the kids will join. Sources say that this visit could force Harry and Prince William into a, quote, uneasy truce. Yeah, well. You could yeah, ho- something you could hope for, you know, when I stuff like this happens. trying to figure it out. Like, you know, my dad's had prostate cancer for 25 years, and it's such a, oh, man, it's such a mind F, if you will, because. They did say that King's, uh, King Charles does not have prostate cancer. Oh, does not have prostate cancer? Yeah, so cancer? it's not prostate cancer. That's obviously what he was being seen for um, during the surgery. That's how they caught it, but they didn't say exactly what he I, has yet. I wonder why they wouldn't say what it was. And I was looking and they said, it's not prostate cancer, but we are not specifying what cancer it is, and I, I don't know why they wouldn't share that's that kind information. That's bizarre, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. This is Jess, and that's your top three. You know that feeling when your pet gets out of the house? Starts running down the street, you know. If you're a dog owner, pet owner, you know that feeling. Now imagine how you would feel if your pet boarded a train and just took off without you. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's today in dog news. <laughs> today in dog news. Yes. Listen, there's so much happening in the world of pets. 
and we are the station to bring it to you. We just feel like the other stations don't do a great job of like really filling in what's happening with man's best friend. Which in 2024 shouldn't be person's best friend, probably. Yeah, absolutely. So, and whenever there's there's dog news, I'll be the one to bring it to you. By the way, we started this segment because I was like the world's pr- and still am the world's proudest dog dad. Uh, I was privileged to have a Chihuahua named Kiki for like 14 and a half years. Who, by the way, her anniversary of her death's coming up at the end of this month, and like mm-hmm. I'm already for like, I. February rolled around. I was like, I'm like yeah. getting a little stressed about it. Like never, you like never really quite get over it. You know what I mean? So this is for any pet. If you've ever owned a pet, this segment is for you. I'm taking you to New Jersey today. Can you imagine your dog goes missing only to find out that he, he literally boarded a train? That's so scary. So th- this is New Jersey. Uh, this was the New Jersey transit train in South Orange last Thursday. Oh, man. Dog had no tag. No microchip, Ugh. no nothing. You don't even know which direction was the train going. All of a sudden, one of the passengers is like, whose dog is this? Like, yeah. why is there this dog on the train? And everyone's like, we have no idea. We're not sure where he got on. No, that's the worst. We're not sure where he's supposed to get off. This dog just literally boarded a train. So, like, what would you do? Like, how would you even... Because I'll say there's a happy ending to the story. They actually did reunite this pooch with his owner. But how, how would you do it? I guess you would try to, I mean, you would have to con- contact every stop and see if there's like an owner. I think the reason why this scares me is because we had a train mishap over the weekend and I'm sure we'll get into the, get into it at some point. But the train that we ended up having to get on went all the way to New Orleans. So that's why I was asking, like, could you imagine, like, what oh, if yeah. your dog didn't just, isn't just in Delaware, but it's like, who knows how far away I from know. you? That's terrifying. I know. So... In true 2024 fashion, please get involved. Put the picture on social media. Oh, just okay. So, yeah. the, so no one contacted anyone no. like at Amtrak or they, anything they like that. They literally put it on on their X, which I still hate saying X. Twitter. Can we, can we just say Twitter? I mean, I don't think anyone says X, honestly. They put it on Twitter, and they said, "Does anybody know who I am?" And then um, word got out. They started sharing it. And they were able to find the location. It hadn't gone that far. Just a couple. Just a couple stops. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank goodness, because yeah. that's terrifying. But like, honestly, can you just imagine if you ever had your dog just get out and run down the street? That's stressful enough. That's crazy <laughs> like, to get out, run down the street, board a train, and then not know how to get back home. That's stressful. And that is today. In dog news. Mix 1065, it's Kramer and Jess. Time March is on, man. It's another weird thing today to show you you're getting older. Landlines are officially being phased out, which is like, what? Not that I've ever, I mean, when's the last time I used a landline? My my Tia Gloria, I still call her on her home phone. Yes, I would so say. So I think that's a little messed up because I do have a few family members that I, the way I reach them is still by their home phone. I have a weird question. This won't really go together well for this this topic, but help me out here. If you still use a home phone, because I guess at work, people still use landlines, but even those aren't the same technology. Those are usually through the internet nowadays anyway. But if you still use a landline in your house, now this is where it gets weird, will you text us? So hopefully you also have a cell phone because it's 2024. I mean, in news, it shouldn't shock you. They're saying they're starting to phase out landlines. By 2030, only about 5% of landlines will still be used. Actually, AT&T is saying as of uh, as of soon, they're trying to stop using landlines in California first and then it'll kind of spread across the country as it goes. Hmm. Why do you seem sad about this? I don't know. I think that's I think that kind of that kind of sucks. Like not everybody When's the last time you used a landline? No, I'm but no, <laughs> what I'm saying is from for like people who still want to be 
like reached out to that way you know like i have family members that don't really like to use their cell phone like it's more difficult for them and so i still like the ability to call them on the house phone but do, when do you think okay, my parents so my my dad's 75 okay and he doesn't they don't even use a landline in their house my mom's 70 my dad's 75 so they both use their they their both cell use their cell phone they don't yeah. even use it so i'm like okay so then at what who who is still using landlines then because if they are even young quote unquote young enough mm-hmm. to, to only be using cell phones then like where's the cutoff gonna be right my tia gloria is younger than your parents and she, and she and she has the landline she has the home phone but why does she use that because it's easier for her like she wants she likes hearing her voicemails on the message machine and that's the better way if, if you want to talk to her you call her on the house phone the cell phone is like sketchy with her because some there are some people that like just don't like it the the numbers are smaller you know what I mean like I she doesn't have an iPhone either like it whatever phone that you can get that's not that's not a smartphone right. she has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I how, do, how, wait, I do how think a lot she, of people though? are like that. She is like in her like mid to late 60s. Okay. So, so but if they're saying, listen, we're going to stop servicing in about 10, we're just saying about 10 years, seven years. She'll she, be, may, she may not allow any of us to call her then. I don't <laughs> know gonna, how I'm going to talk to I her. Just, listen, I feel like if you're, if you're still using a landline, this problem is on you. This is not really on the phone companies. For those that are shocked, they're going to stop using landlines. We have some people, three people still have landlines and use it at their house, by the way. But why? We need to call these people on their home phones and and, and tell us why in the world in 2024 are you still using a landline? You can call us, too, from your landline or cell phone, preferably. Seems easier. 410-583-1065. This is Destiny in Falston. Destiny, do you still use a home phone? So I do not. But my mother-in-law does, mm. and it's because she runs an at-home daycare center. So oh. on every landline, she has a sticky note that has the number for 911 along with, like, poison control. So in case oh. there was an emergency, she has, like, multiple in almost every room, so she could easily just all those numbers. Oh, so, that makes sense. Okay, that that may be I can't think of many reasons of why someone would still need a landline in 2024, but I guess if you have kids that need access to a phone, that does I think like older people, we're just going to have to convert them. And I'm sorry. Things get converted after a while. Things we just have to teach them. And that's going to be it. And they're going to be mad about it. We get it. I you know. Even as I get older, I hate when things change. I get it. But it's true but about kids the kids though right. thing. Like especially if they don't if they don't have a cell phone or if they're at the house and stuff like that. <laughs> Thank you for calling us, Destiny. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Kristen in Baltimore, are you still using a landline and why? Why? My grandfather actually does not like cell phones, does not like technology. He said technology has taken over the family, family events, we're all on our phones. Oh, wow. So same thing with my with my Tia Gloria as well. And I feel like there's a lot of people and even let's take age out of it. I still think there's a lot of people that like still, if they can, want to avoid using a cell phone. So I can see why they would still have the house phone. Uh, Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. We're going to set a Maryland record today and need your help with this one. Who in the state's gone the longest without getting your car repaired? Uh, this is Mix 965. It's Kramer and Jess. We do this from time to time. We know there's got to be people <laughs> that are doing doing the most, if you will, in the state. And I know that there are times when things happen to your car 
and you really push it, right? Like, you know that you probably should get that repaired. It's time. The warning light's been on for the last six weeks, and you're like, dang, I should stop in. Or maybe your, your bumper fell off a year ago, and you're still like, man, I need to stop in and get that fixed up, but I just either don't have the money, the time, or whatever. If you've gone a very long time without repairing your car, and you plan on doing it eventually, like you plan on eventually getting to it, then then call us and tell us how long that is. 410-583-1065. We'll set a record this morning. Y'all, I'm I'm over it. I'm having I've had so many car issues in the last couple of weeks. Like, for example, I had my check engine light come on. Oh, what was it? Back in maybe November. And y'all, it was one of those things where I'm like, I just don't have time to think about it. I'm maybe it's not that big of a deal. I'll, it's always a big deal. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. maybe it'll go away if I don't look at it. Eventually, about three weeks ago, I was in Glen Burnie, and my car starts going, no, 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 This is after about six weeks of, it be, of, the, of the check engine light being on. Yeah, because you never looked into it. It was just on. It was just on. Like, maybe it'll go off. Not a smart idea. Yeah. Cost me $725, by the way. Sounds about right. Because that bad boy finally just wasn't going to work anymore. Now- yeah, it costs like $800 just for them to like breathe on your car. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then now last week, here I am. I'm driving on the Beltway. Boom! What is that noise? It's a damn rock hits my windshield. Oh, no. And that cracking, you know how it goes, right? Where you're like, maybe this won't start spreading. That crack is going right across my windshield right now. Yeah. So I'm eventually, I was going to get it replaced over the weekend. I was like, you know what? No. No. Like, I'm, I can't pay $500 more right now and get in my car repaired. I'm going to see how long I can go without actually having to repair my windshield. Is that safe? Probably not. I can't recommend that in good faith. But honestly, I can't, like, I just don't want to spend $500 more on my car when I just spent $750 a couple of weeks ago, you know? What are you looking at? I'm trying to look at my last car appointment I had. <laughs> oh, how much you, how far you actually went? Yeah. I mean, you're, but you're one of these people too. Like, Jess and I just aren't car people. So, like, how long have you gone actually repairing your car, you think? Um. Okay. September, October, November, December, January, February. So, I would say I am in the middle of six months because wow. I, the last time I went to get, to get my car looked at and fixed and everything like that was in September. And there were just certain things that I could afford, right? Yeah. So, I had to do what I could do with what I'm able to do. Sure. Now, there are some other things that need to be done to my car. And I basically, I could not afford to get fixed. However, I have to. Otherwise, some terrible things are going to take place. So basically, I was like, okay, so hypothetically speaking, what is my time frame before I can do this? And she was like, legally, I can't give you an answer because if something happens before then, I can't be responsible. But you have about four months before some crazy you-know-what goes down. And I'm currently... Six months in. Wow. So that is where I'm at right let's, now. Let's put it there then. We'll start with that record right there. Jess may be, because I, I went about six weeks. It was too long. I don't recommend it. Jess has now gone six months mm-hmm. knowing that her car needs to be repaired, but just hasn't. Is there any, and I don't know. I mean, that's that's a, again, we don't recommend this. No, I don't. I mean, don't do this. I just can't do it. I don't have the funds to get it fixed. But is there anybody listening right now that can beat six months? So I, I know I'm supposed to get my car fixed, repaired, whatever, but you pushed it longer than that. Let's set a Maryland state record this morning. 410-583-1065. If you can beat six months. All right. Kim, are you in Glen Burnie? Is that right, Glen Burnie? Yes. That's right. There goes Kim. Kim, you can beat six months. How long have you gone without getting your car repaired? Seven. Seven months. Seven. She's got you beat by a month, Jess. What's happening with your car that you're avoiding? 
Uh, multiple things, but the one major one is driving with a lug nut missing. A lug nut no. missing. Which like that that and I, I listen. I'm not a car guy. I don't. I know very little about cars. Uh, I know you put gas in them. They run. That's great. But like, can your wheel fall off if you don't have all your lug nuts? That's what I was told. But like, it's been almost eight months. <laughs> Girl, I know. Same. She's like, that's a, that's a rumor. I think. Okay, thank you. Thank that's you for okay. calling us. The record right now is set. It's seven months. If you can beat that, 410-583-1065. Megan from Annapolis, you may be our winner today. You've gone how long without actually getting your car repaired? Um, I went almost nine months. Nine months? I, yeah, and I still didn't get it fixed, and I ended up selling the car. Wait, what? How? Why? Hey, did they did they know this needed to be done, or did you just say, no, that's enough? I mean, I traded it into a dealership. So, I mean, they only gave me like $1,000 for the car anyway. Well, but probably still, because you, you had a check engine light on for nine months. Probably weren't Wait, worth anything. did you not get it fixed? Because At that point, did you sell it because you were Honestly, like, I just don't want to do it anymore? Well, because I knew that the, the repairs were actually going to cost more than... I would ever get for the car, even if I did get it fixed. Yeah. yeah. Almost two hundred thousand miles on it. Well, wait. That's well, kind of where I'm at too, honestly, with my car. What had to happen? What had to happen with the with your car? What was the repair you um, needed? I needed like all of my bearings replaced, and then like something to do with my axles too. Yeah. Some all of this, right. Uh, I think we're we're in the same boat, you and yeah. I. I recognize that term, bearings. No, I do. And most of the stuff we don't even know what it means. You know what I mean? Okay. That's that's yeah, nine. That's. It, Literally nine I months though. I kept turning the radio up and ignoring the sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, listen. If you ever need to get, oh, no. get rid of your car problem, just turn us up even louder. We appreciate that. Hey, thank you for <laughs> calling us. We appreciate it. No problem. Have a good day. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, Carrie. You've gone how long without getting your car repaired? My check engine light has been on for over three years. Your check engine light's been on for three years? What are you doing? Do you actually know <laughs> what's wrong, or have you just been ignoring it for three years? Um, they told me there's a small oil leak, and I'm leaking fluid. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. You're, you're, also, your phone has also got the check engine light coming on. <laughs> no, you're we a little, can't hear you. <laughs> you're a little breaking up right now. Um, uh, they said I have a small oil leak, and I'm leaking steering fluid. And okay. does that not concern you? Like at that point, why, why, why three years? <laughs> like that's that's a long time. I just I just keep filling it up with oil. I get the oil changed twice a year, and I keep checking the steering fluid. Um, and on top of that, my AC has not worked for two years. <laughs> you just, same, yeah. Only one of my things work in my car. I think it's just part of that. Like you, just, you just deal with it. It's that car experience. Yeah. Like you, you get in the car, you get excited. Maybe today's the day that check engine light just magically goes off, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I haven't been able to use cruise control for all time. (laughs) Who needs cruise control anyways? No one needs that. It's fun to drive more actively. Uh, Congratulations. You're going to be our winner. Three years. Three years. Literally. Check engine light. Proud. Please please get your car checked and, and be safe, okay? Yeah, I think at this point, it's 15 years old. We're just going to get a new one. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Yep. When Jess has a dilemma and is put to the test, she turns to a family because nieces know best. All righty. It's time for that Tuesday thing, y'all, that we call Nieces Know Best. And if you are new to our show, welcome. First of all, thanks for choosing this one. Who are these nieces we speak of, Jess? My niece is Abby and Maya. I'm very close to my family in California. Abby is 11 and Maya is 9. 
and I just talk to them about different things that are going on in, in my life. And now that Valentine's Day is right around the corner, I wanted to ask them if they had a Valentine and like what their vibe was for this year. I was wondering if you guys had a Valentine and if yes, like who? And if not, why not? Abby, you go first. Do you have a Valentine's well, this year? I I got four of my friends. Um, I just I just got Valentine's for my friends and then I didn't get I didn't I don't have a Valentine. I just got Valentine's for my friends. One thousand percent support that mindset. Mai, do you have a Valentine this year? No. And I'm glad I don't. I'm in third grade. I'm mm-hmm. nine years old. Mm-hmm. I do not need one. Mm-hmm. I am very young. Mm-hmm. Not ready for this kind of thing. Yes. Not ready for like the. Oh my god, he's so cute. Oh, I'm not ready for that. No. I'm not. No. I will do that when I will do that when I'm in my early when I'm in my early thirties. Love it. Love that. I mm-hmm. do not care if anyone asks me to be their Valentine. Mm-hmm. I just say. I just straight up say no. I'm not ready for that. I love it. I think that you guys both are in the best headspace you could possibly be in. It's all about celebrating Valentine's Day with your friends because your friends can also be your Valentine. It's it, listen. What is the age? Do you remember your first Valentine? I don't remember like when when your first Valentine was. Do you? Yeah, I think the reason why I wanted to talk to them about this too is because I don't I don't remember the age that I actually had a Valentine, but I remember being around their age when I wanted one. Yeah. And so I think I just wanted to see where they were at, and that way we could have an open conversation about no matter what that Valentine looks like, it's still special. You know what I mean? And we'll post the full video on our on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess because that conversation is a lot wilder than we could get that we could share with you on air but I, th- I think it's sweet that both of them are like I'm cool with my friends and I love yeah, that vibe for no the drama. girls Good absolutely also I just thought of an idea if you're a kid and you have a valentine this year and you want to shout them out for valentine's day call and we'll play these on valentine's day if we get some how cute if you're a kid and want to shout out your valentine call our voicemail 855 Kramer Jess 855 Kramer Jess Shout out your Valentine's. And so they can you, be anyone, whoever, whoever you want your Valentine to be. And we can uh, we can play this back on Valentine's Day. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Here we go. Number three. Baltimore Ravens' Mark Andrews helped save a passenger's life mid-flight. During a flight from Baltimore to Phoenix, a passenger on the plane was experiencing severe medical emergency with a weak pulse, low blood pressure, and difficulty breathing. And Andrews, who has type 1 diabetes, came to the rescue and offered the use of his diabetic testing kit that he has with him at all times. And he then assisted the doctor and nurse attending to the woman, explaining how to use the kit. When the plane landed, the woman was met by paramedics and Andrews just quietly left without taking any credit for his potentially life-saving act but he and the Ravens later confirmed the story and praised the flight crew and medical personnel for their part so I don't know if you saw this but I saw somebody who was actually on the flight post on Twitter that the scene of Mark Andrews helping the person was like out of a movie no one knew what was wrong with her and he was just sitting in the back like a regular person on a flight and he like stands up and he was like could it possibly be her blood sugar and then he came forward and showed them how to use the kit and everything i've always and good on him i've always wanted to be in a situation like that where it's like you are the person that knows how to like save the day Mm -hmm. that's a cool story man number two burger king will give you one million dollars if you do their work for them because they need help coming up with new ideas they are offering one million to the person who can come up with their next great whopper innovation they want you to submit your ideas for toppings that are better than the 200,000 combos they already have. And you can submit your suggestion through their app or at bk.com slash mdw. And you can send up actually up to three entries. The deadline is March 17th. And they'll give you a coupon for free for one free Whopper after your first entry. So even if like you don't really care, you at least get a free Whopper out of it. Something sounds fishy here. No, listen. The winner gets a million. Second place gets 200K. And then third place gets 100K. But there's so many ifs on here. If you can come up with something that we think is better than what we have already done. You never know. I don't know. That feels like a weird loophole. Number one. Justin Timberlake is considering a sit down with Oprah Winfrey to clear his name. So last week, Britney Spears posted an apology to anyone who was hurt by what she wrote in her memoir. And it was pretty clear that Justin Timberlake was the intended recipient for that message. Well, Timberlake was not having it because during his show in New York City on his birthday, He said, quote, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely blank nobody. Justin has faced a massive amount of backlash since the comment he made, so much so that it's now hurting ticket sales for his upcoming tour. To repair his image, Timberlake is now considering a tell-all interview with Oprah, and sources close to the singer say, quote, Justin is really not happy how things have gone down. He wanted his new music to speak for itself, but that's clearly not happening. And I was looking a little bit further into this, and apparently the sit-down with Oprah is not a new idea. But because of how terrible things have gone since the memoir has dropped, it's back on the table, and it's something that he is considering more seriously. Yeah, I'm trying to help my guy out over here. Y'all, y'all, y'all know, if you've been listening this time the last couple of weeks, I've been like, you know, let's give Justin a chance. He's a changed man. He was 19 back in the day or whatever. Like, what? Like, we, and we haven't a chance to talk about this live because the news broke Friday after the show, and then we weren't live yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, like... What? Why? Why know. did he say that? Like, what was the purpose of that? 
I don't know. And some people say like he was quoting Conor McGregor or whatever. Whether or not he was quoting somebody, obviously he said it in response to what she did. And Brittany even responded and she was like, fine, I won't Yo. I won't apologize if you want to act like this. And no matter what, it was unnecessary and it was rude. He was already in hot water for basically using a fake instinct reunion to push his new album. And then after he makes that comment, knowing who it's aimed at, like, yeah. you're rude. My guy, that could be his favorite quote in the world. And it could have nothing to do with Britney whatsoever. Let's but just, you know it does. But Come like, on, let, let's, let's, let's say, even if it doesn't, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. It had nothing to do with her whatsoever. Why would you still say it when everyone's looking at you waiting for an apology? Like, no. it's just a dumb thing to do, you dummy. This is Jess, and that's what your top three. Mercy. Hi, I'm Jessica from Perry Hall. I want to know if I'm a bad mom for taking my kid's dog to the shelter. Oh, God. You, you, you have come to the, the wrong show. Uh-oh. My dog-loving bones just get mad. Well, okay. well what happened, though? Well, like, well, what's, what's going on Let's here? explain first what we're doing. If you've never been here for this before, this is Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess, and this, this bit kind of just fell in our lap accidentally, and we just kind of keep rolling with it. What are we doing, Jess? So parents have called into the show and basically shared stories of when someone in their life has essentially called them a bad parent. And they want to bring that situation to us and to you to see if they were in the wrong or if that person in their life basically was out of line. So what happened here? My kids, I have two boys, uh-huh. 10 and 13. Yeah. And since they could talk, they've been begging my husband and I to get a dog. And you can imagine we work, we run these two boys around. Yeah. We just are busy. Mm-hmm. But my husband and I talked and we decided... They've been asking. They're great kids. This might be a really good lesson in responsibility and taking care of something. So we just made it very clear and sat them down and said, we will get you a dog if and only if, and we laid it out, you take care of the dog. So we got them a dog. We named it, or they named it Ravioli, because that's what we had for dinner the night we oh got. Oh, God. Him. Why do I already love this dog? <laughs> I don't. This is not going to end well. <laughs> now now I'm invested. Before I knew the name, I didn't care. Now I'm like, never eat Ravioli again. I know. You ruined it for me. Okay. okay so, yeah, Ravioli. What happened? Yeah, what did the boys do? Why? Well, they just didn't take care of it. Like, we said very clearly that they needed to so when they get home from school they are expected or were expected to walk the dog to feed it dinner mm-hmm. you know they can't do everything we i get it they're still kids yeah. they have homework but they basically but, just ignored the responsibility that they agreed to yes you know it just got to the point where my husband and i were not benefiting from watching our kids really appreciate and enjoy having an animal oh yeah. god so about two weeks ago, I got home and there was dog poop just in our living room. <laughs> I could tell had it had been sitting there for a while. No. And the boys were sitting on the couch <laughs> in the living room playing video games. And I, ha- I just lost my mind. Still in my, you know, anger cloud. Yeah. They were at soccer practice. I took the dog back to the shelter. So, what, wait, where, where did bad mom, who called you a bad mom in this situation? Okay, so my brother came over, you know, a couple days for the football game and just asked where Ravioli was. And I just said to him, I took him to the shelter. He just said flat out, like, you're a bad mom. Why would you do that? So, how long 
Did you actually wait until you took the dog away after seeing the boys obviously weren't doing anything about it? It was six weeks, about. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, okay, so this mm-hmm. is what we do. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard the segment now, but what we do now is we, we ask you to call in and, like, you know, Jessica said that she told her kids we can get a dog because they really wanted one, but if you don't take care of it, we're getting rid of the dog. So they gave it six weeks. The kids to stop taking care of the dog, and she took it right back to the shelter. Was that the wrong move to make, to get called a bad mom? Call us and tell us, 410-583-1065. Jessica. I hate this, and I think this sucks, but I understand where you are coming from. My God. Because you, for an entire month, they basically didn't do anything. And I and I hate it, but like sometimes it takes something like this for them to wake up to be like, I really did not. They wow. they didn't. They went back on their word. They didn't do anything they said that they were going to do. You were both demonic. <laughs> you you both. Yeah, listen. That nothing makes me. And we we work with barks every single week in yeah. the dog shelter here. Like yeah. nothing makes me more upset when people are like, well, they had to bring the dog back. I can't think of many good reasons, especially this one. That like that would be the reason of why you would take your animal back to the shelter. I would never. I would never. And I I would expect to be called a bad parent as well in this situation. If I'm, if I'm being, and I, I just want to be blunt with you. Like I would be expected to call me a bad dad if I do that. That's fine. I don't care. It's it's the wrong move. Uh, let's let's get some calls. So four ten five eight three one zero six five. This is Jess on one from Abingdon. Jess, good morning. Gosh, so many Jesses on today. Good morning. Hi. Uh, do, do you think that's the wrong move to make by taking the dog back to the shelter? Absolutely. Yep. Um, my mom did something very similar to me as a child. Mm. I was probably like eight. Uh, my parents are divorced, and I'd had this dog for like a year and a half. Her name was Daisy. Not Daisy. Mm. And I came back from my dad's house one weekend, and I'm looking around for Daisy, and Daisy wasn't there. But why did they take Uh, your dog away, though? What what made them do that? Same thing. She said I wasn't taking it out for walks enough. Okay. um, And doing and taking care of it. And how Um, much therapy have you needed as an adult because of that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say therapy, but I mean on. Every couple of months, I think to myself, like, whatever happened to Daisy? Every couple of months. What happened to her? Wow. This is, I mean, honestly. like she, like, get put down. Like, uh, it breaks my heart still. And I still hold resentment towards my mom for it. Hey. (laughs) Did she, she, and so her reasoning was you just weren't helping enough. Have you guys had a conversation about it now that you're an adult? Or her whole thing was just like, you just weren't. No, Let's call but, her. like, I mean, I had a cat, and, like, she took my cat to the vet one day and put it down because it, it had skin cancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> there is so much so, petrol. Like, the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it seems unfair. So, like, obviously, from the kid's perspective, this is going to be awful. And this is my fear. 410-583-1065. This is Jen from Towson on 7. Uh, Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hi, good morning. She took her kid's dog back to the vet. I mean, back to the um, shelter. shelter and wants to know if that was really the bad thing to do here. So I kind of feel like she that was the right thing to do, even for the dog, because mm-hmm. dog should be with a family that's going to take care of it, play with it. If the dog is pooping in the house, that is a clear sign that not only is the bare minimum not happening, but it's really, that's detrimental to the dog. Like, dogs want to do that that feels shameful for them so like 
I feel like for the good of the dog, mm-hmm. that was the right thing to do. Uh, yeah. I, and I actually, I agree with you there because I think, and what I, I had mentioned to her, because obviously this is a crappy situation for everyone, but she made it very clear that she and her husband were not on board. It was mainly for the boys. And so I kind of felt like from what you're coming from is it wasn't going to be the right home for the dog anyways. And that's what I was kind of afraid of. And don't get a dog. If if you're afraid you can't do it, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. I'm fired up, man. 410-583-1065. We're like 50-50 split on this. Laura from Aberdeen, we'll give you the last vote. Was that the wrong move to make? It was absolutely the wrong move. There she goes. Not, Not because she's not a bad mom. And I agree with her for wanting to teach her children a lesson like they didn't follow through. Yeah. But she's the adult. And when you're bringing a living creature into your house, you're taking on that responsibility. And that was probably dictate that, yeah, like, that it's not the responsibility at the end of the day. Like it's not their ultimate responsibility, a bunch of kids. Yeah, take away their their video games or something else, but don't take a living creature back to a shelter. Like, that was traumatic for the dog. Um, There was probably just a much better way to go about teaching your kids a lesson. Thank you for calling us. I mean, Jessica, it seems like most most parents are saying, like, that was was the wrong move to make in the situation. Well, I have to say that anybody who said that, I'm a bad mom, including you, Kramer, has never probably ever been responsible for two little humans no i i ha- and i haven't but i'm telling you right now and i and i do and i and I, and it sucks but i do think that needs to be acknowledged she has a lot on i her get plate. i would we're, never we're talking would, about two working parents here anyone that has to take a dog back to a shelter you should have thought about that in the first place i fist and I, I don't mean to get emotional about this i don't i know i've been really heated about this but you should have taken into account that could have been a real possibility before you brought the dog into your house well ravioli will find a better home with someone else. Okay. All right. There she goes. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 